CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WDW Radio Live and the WDW Newscast. I am Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, coming to you live from here at the American Adventure Pavilion in Epcot Center. Today is Wednesday, October 24th, 2012. You can join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern over at WDW Radio Live. And you can also visit the website over at www.radio.com for the podcast, videos, blogs, photo galleries, contests, and so much more. Uh, you can also find my Walt Disney World trivia books and my audio tours of Walt Disney World there as well. So we're joined um, by a little somewhat studio live audience here enjoying the Food and Wine Festival and, and the, uh, the Pointer Sisters at the Eat to the Beat Concert Series. But I want to get right into this week's Walt Disney World news. And first and foremost, uh, this week over at the Magic Kingdom from the parks, the Country Bear Jamboree reopened after uh, a couple of months, about a two-month refurbishment. And it's a little, bit, um, a little bit slimmer than it was before. The show has been reduced from about 16 minutes to 11 minutes. Uh, they have actually cut out uh, a couple of the shows, including Pretty Little, a couple of songs, including Pretty Little Devilish Mary and the Fractured Folk Song. There's also uh, a little bit less banter between uh, Melvin, Max, and Buff, as well as some of the country bears. <laughs> there you go. Um, I missed a little squeak from the bear, Baby Oscar. They cut that out at the end. If you're familiar with the show, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's been interesting uh, watching some of the reactions from people online. Uh, I think for a lot of new guests, the show flow may seem a little bit like obviously a little bit more of a faster pace for those of us who are familiar with the original show, which really hasn't changed much in 40 years. Some of us may miss a couple of those songs. Anybody, have you seen the updated Country Bears as yet? No. You did? So do you notice, did you notice a marked difference in the length of the show or the flow of the show at all? Quicker pace. He does go, all right, so the squeak, squeak is back. Um, but it's interesting because this is something, you know, it's funny what gets picked up by mainstream media because there was actually an article in the New York Times about the, um, the refurbishment. And I mentioned that for self-serving reasons because actually WW Radio was mentioned in there, uh, in the New York Times, because there was a lot of people commenting before the refurbishment afraid about what it was going to be. They were afraid that more of the songs were going to be taken out uh, they thought uh, Mama Don't Whip Little Buford. They thought that song was removed because whipping Little Buford or shooting him instead, they did not think was the most politically correct, but that is one of the songs that did remain. Um, I will link in the show notes to the New York Times article as well. Staying over in uh, the Magic Kingdom, another attraction that we had heard was gonna have a, a small refurbishment did reopen this past week. Pirates of the Caribbean in Adventureland now has mermaids, uh, or maybe the first of multiple appearances of mermaids being added to the attraction. It's between the mist screen and the first beach scene. Also, there's a new mermaid skeleton in that first beach scene on the left-hand side. Anybody been to Pirates of yet? Yeah. Seen the mermaids? We couldn't. We, we could. Missed it by the day. Yeah. We heard singing, but we couldn't actually see okay. anything. But we heard the singing. It, it really, you know. You it like has it, yeah. Made a difference, yeah. Is it? Um, is it sort of it? That pretty kind of creepy singing. It is eerie. Yeah. Yeah, like when Glenn sings. It's pretty and creepy all at the same time. Um, also, over in um, Magic Kingdom, obviously, we all know that the new Fantasyland, uh, the fairy tale forest, um, the extension of uh, the castle courtyard, has been opened for, it's not a, a, um, soft openings, it's sort of um, 
I, I guess what they're calling dress rehearsals uh, over the past couple of weeks. Everybody had a chance to sort of walk through it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I normally don't like to review and talk about things, especially when it's so early on, but I, I think we all can probably agree, and correct me if I'm wrong, that even just visually on the outside, notwithstanding the attractions or the restaurants, it's, beautiful. it's stunning. It is it, it's beautiful. stunning. Um, the first thing you notice when you walk, the um, the sense of forced perspective, and, and I've, I said it when I saw the concept art, and I now that it's there, I love the waterfalls yeah. and the flowing river and the sound effects. That, I mean, the, the way that Disney created those waterfalls and mountains, it looks like those mountains are hundreds of feet high and that waterfall starts so far off in the distance uh, when it finally... It's beautiful. Yeah, and even the queue for uh, Voyage Under the Sea with Little Mermaid is just so, so well done. Uh, the level of detail, obviously, uh, when it um, opens up in December and obviously as we start getting closer, we'll, uh, we'll be reviewing that a lot more as well too. I cannot wait, I cannot wait, Emma from the UK, to eat in the Be Our Guest restaurant. It's all about the food. We're going to have to wait a while before we can. You need to come back. I know. I'd like to say I'll wait for you to come back, but <laughs> that would be a lie. That would be a lie. Um, also, speaking of refurbishments, and I only mention it because of the length of time, Splash Mountain is going to go down from January 2nd through March 19th. A wow. relatively long refurbishment, which starts to beg the question as we see things like pirates, we know Big Thunder Mountain is going to get some sort of interactive queue. You wonder if they're gonna to start to bring more of those elements into something like a Splash Mountain, especially right before the spring break rush and the summer rush, when those lines can get very, very long. Having an interactive element, we're starting to see this idea of forgetting about the fact that you are waiting in line. I think there's a lot of opportunity inside that Splash Mountain queue to add some of that as well too. I think we haven't obviously seen what's coming to Pirates. We don't know what's coming to Big Thunder Mountain as well too, and I think as Additional attractions start to open, like um, uh, Voyage Under the Sea. You can already start to see some of the elements. You can see the crab in there and some yeah. of the projections in there. I don't want to spoil it for people, but we know a scavenger hunt is going to be coming in there as well, too. Um, speaking of interactivity and characters, moving over here to Epcot Center, the character spot in Future World is going to be refurbished between October 21st until February 2013. Again, a very, very long time, but don't worry. I know you're a big character person. Oh, yeah. You'll still be able to meet Mickey and his friends. Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto are going to appear where the former Segway training room was, uh, located near the Fountain View ice cream over at Interventions. If you remember way back, that's actually where the old Imagineering labs used to be, where they had the virtual reality of Aladdin. You guys weren't even born yet back then, were you? Anyway, you remember virtual reality for Aladdin. That's and now we're the Epcot Museum, right? The 20th anniversary. Correct, correct. Back in there as well, too. Um, the backdrops there are going to have Spaceship Earth, the Imagination Pavilion, and the monorail. You'll be able to find Goofy near the entrance to Spaceship Earth, the old, where the old uh, leave, leave a Legacy sales um, spot was going to be. Stitch used to be there for a while. Stitch is now going to be gone for, uh, for a little bit. And Donald, you can also still meet over in Mexico as well, sort of uh, Mexican Caballero Donald. Uh, speaking of character meet and greets, let's go uh, over to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Wreck-It Ralph no. and Vanellope, no, oh, not right no. now. You know. Don't go now. In, no, in the literally. future, right? <laughs> uh, but Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope Von Sheets are going to begin meeting guests this coming Sunday, October 28th, over at Disney's Hollywood Studios at the Magic of Disney Animation. Anybody got a chance to see the preview of Wreck-It Ralph? I know there's been some screenings in downtown Disney. I have not had a chance to go, but I have heard nothing but awesome reviews for Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. And as kids of the 80s, I'm looking at you, Glenn Whalen, and that kid over there. 
and who, who grew up on video games. Uh, thank you to my parents for the rolls of quarters that they gave me. I'm super stoked for Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, a lot of retro video games and uh, references in there as well, too. Um, one thing that's going away, and I mention it because it's one of the things I always enjoy and I would sometimes recommend as really a, a special souvenir and when we knew some of the, the artists who took part in it, the personalized Disney Watch program is ending this Sunday. We're at Sunset Club Couture, uh, Art of Disney, a number of other locations around property. You can actually able to order a custom Disney Watch where uh, the, uh, the watch artist would make one with your favorite character on it. They could do a print for you and put the image on the watch as well. You only have until uh, the 27th if you're still interested in getting one of those watches. Really, really nice collectible. I actually have one with my favorite character who is Peter Pan. <laughs> I was just wanted to hear not, you say Peter Pan. Mary Poppins. Oh, I just love the English <laughs> accent. All right, let's move over quickly to the resorts because Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, again, uh, such a great vacation experience. So much uh, theming there. And there's so much to do there beyond going out to the parks themselves. They now have a new nighttime safari for resort guests. It's an hour-long tour. It runs $70 per guest for ages 8 and up. It takes place on Wednesdays and Saturday nights uh, at 10 o'clock. Everybody gets night vision goggles. You have to go out onto the savannah. Yes. That's probably really cool. And if you're not staying at the resort and still want to try that experience with the night vision goggles, anybody, all you guys too, even if you're from the UK, you can go over to Animal Kingdom Lodge. They'll let you borrow the night yeah. vision goggles. Have you ever done it before? No. Anybody ever done it? No. Really neat experience. It's free. There's a, a fire there bring the kids as a storyteller, and then go to Sanaa late night for appetizers. Oh. <laughs> I'm speaking your language. I don't mean, no, not right now. I don't mean right now. Um, and finally, over um, at the Grand Floridian, speaking of test and pilot programs, they are installing, or they've just installed some new monitors uh, at the bus stations. You can see one here on the screen. It displays specific arrival times for the buses to various locations. And I think a lot of people really, really like this because you don't know normally when you get to a bus stop did you just miss one is it coming yeah. in five minutes if you're in a rush hey do i have to start to look into another option like getting a cab or do i take a bus to somewhere else in order to get there obviously this is something that we would assume is going to be rolled out resort wide and it just makes complete sense again making it for a much better much easier guest experience as well too and it shows you all the different locations that you can take the buses to so uh, I like that just a neat little um, addition so that is actually all the news this week but as always I want to leave you guys with a question of the week and you're all free to answer as well as you who are in the chat room and watching or listening uh, we talked about new fantasy land this is really sort of the big buzz everybody is so excited you're seeing such great responses from people who have been there before. You've seen the photos, you've probably seen some of the videos, the tweets, the Instagrams, the CompuServe bulletin board messages, whatever it may be. Don't laugh, I used to go be on CompuServe. Um, what is it that at first glance looks most impressive or most exciting to you? Or if you haven't been there yet, what have you seen that's making you say, this is what I'm really excited to see first or next? For me, it's the rock work. Like, you know, the attractions, set them aside. It's the, the rock work, the scenery, the detail of it. It just, it's amazing. I think everybody's, the attention to detail is what we're seeing is, I mean, this is really Disney doing it right in terms of not only bringing the movies to life, but making it such 
an immersive experience that when you step through that portal, you feel as though you have entered the fairy tale forest. I'm excited Anyone? to see how the, uh, the hub and spoke has changed. Right. And suddenly when you're going out to there, the hub and spoke is gone. It's right. not part of our shape any longer. Now there's a big area just filled with fantasy land. Yeah. And you have different angles, different views of the castle that we never had before. Right. And you know, Disney is so cognizant of your sight lines, what you see from where. And what I've noticed, and obviously we'll see it more when Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster and that other mountain is finished, is you know, you are gonna have additional reveal moments as you walk through that portal and get the reveal of Beast Castle. You need to walk in much further and stand on the bridge before you get the reveal of Prince Eric's castle. Scott Otis is hanging, Scott Otis is hanging out in the bushes. Right. Moving on into Storybook Circus, again, another sort of uh, threshold that you need to pass through a completely different type of experience. And remember too, those fireworks are shot off not from behind the castle, but far behind New Fantasyland. Now, imagine those vistas of the fireworks you know, exploding over Beast Castle or exploding over Prince Eric's Castle. Um, I'm a, for me, I'm a, a sunset. Sunset is my favorite time of day to be in the Disney parks. I'm looking forward to being there at sunset and to see the fireworks and to see those sight lines and the force perspective and those details. And who am I kim kidding, Emma from the UK? I'm excited about eating at the Be Our Guest restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. It's very nice. And we hear the pork shank. We're getting rev rave reviews for the pork shank. And LeFou's Brew? LeFou's Brew. We dig it. I, I need to do some research. I definitely need to head over uh, as well, too. You guys need to head on over to the blog over at www.radio.com. Tonight is the deadline for the Our Home Went Disney Halloween contest. So whether it's a little pumpkin or a full-blown recreation of the Haunted Mansion, submit your photos in for a chance to win some prizes in just, what is it, 10 days? 10 days, we're going on a cruise. We're going on the Disney Dream. And yeah, we are, we're going on the Disney Dream. Uh, be sure and visit, if you're coming with us, be sure and visit the cruise page over at WDW Radio Cruise. We've got a, uh, a charity raffle with some great, some amazing experiences and merchandise, including an Orange Bird experience with Disney artist Casey Jones and a custom drawn Orange Bird with you and your favorite attraction from More Walton. Money. No, just stay for another week, come on. <laughs> we have a flag contest, door decorating contest, pajama party, and lots of secrets, I can tell you. Right? I'm not telling them, you gotta be on the cruise. Um, and don't forget too, we have a lot coming beyond the cruise in 2013. If you visit our events page or visit www.radio.com slash 2013, you can find out about all the different events, including WW Radio on the road. We'll be going to um, Las Vegas, California. I promise I'm, I'm going to come to the UK. We are going to do a UK meetup. You've got to. You You've did a UK meetup. To. I was yeah. there virtually. Yeah, I was yeah. there virtually. Yeah. We need you in the UK. I need to go to the UK. <laughs> I need to visit Pippa Middleton and try Chip Buddy. <laughs> there, <laughs> that's what I hear. And listen, I want to hear from you and I want you to connect and be part of the show as well too. You can visit www.radio.com slash connect or slash subscribe to find out all the different ways that you can be part, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Google Plus. I'm gonna go back to CompuServe again too, whatever it may be. Um, please come by, visit the site, comment on the show notes or comment on our YouTube channel and subscribe there as well too. Uh, and also, please, you too, come by, rate and review the show over on iTunes. Very, very uh, much appreciated. If you're listening to the audio feed or you're watching the video, please make sure you join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Oftentimes, we're live from Walt Disney World. Or if you're here in the parks, 
come out and be part of the audience as well too. I want to thank all of you guys for coming out and joining us. I want to thank you guys for flying all over from the UK just for tonight's show. No problem. I appreciate it. So thanks to all of you who are watching live in the box as well too. I am Lou Mangiello from WDW Radio. Thanks for watching everybody. Until next time, see ya. And God save the Queen.